Welcome to In Your Area. Today, our episode features two conversations about home inspections. Both of these conversations are hosted by area's own Kelly Kimber, our Senior Member Engagement Advisor. Kelly has held a variety of roles within industry and at area over the past 20 years, and she responds to area member practice questions. Recently, more of you have been calling with questions around home inspections, which is why we decided to record today's podcast. First up, Kelly chats with Martin Fiesel of a Buyer's Choice Home Inspections. Martin shares with us current trends in home inspections and why our members and their clients are seeing more and more information in post-inspection reports. Then, Kelly speaks with Ellen Mendham, an area director and an associate at REMAX Realty Professionals. Ellen opens up about some of her experiences around home inspections from a realtor's perspective and chats about current trends she has seen. We hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm Kelly Kimber, Senior Member Engagement Advisor at the Alberta Real Estate Association. Sitting with me today is Martin Fiesel of A Buyer's Choice Home Inspections. Martin, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, thanks Kelly. Um, uh, Buyer's Choice Home Inspections, we are uh, Canada's largest home inspection company. I look after the uh, region for Alberta and uh, we have a number of inspectors across the province with uh, Pretty good coverage, and uh, we uh, look forward to uh, working with area. You know, we know that home inspectors are licensed, um, and there's a lot of home inspectors in Calgary and Alberta area for us to choose from. What should a consumer look for when they're looking for a home inspector? Well, the um, nice thing about being in Alberta is there is licensing for home inspectors, so there are minimum requirements for training and uh, which is nice because it uh, does give some minimum level of education. There are however differences within education. There are some classes that really just are a quick way to get you a license so you can go out and be a home inspector which aren't quite as thorough as some of the the larger programs. Uh, At A Buyer's Choice we do about three times as much education as uh, is required for licensing. So I think one of the things for, for a consumer would be to talk a little bit about their their education and background. Uh, you just were talking about how many home inspections uh, you've been doing lately. Do you want to walk us through a typical home inspection, what that might look like? Yeah, so we generally an inspection will take about three hours and uh, we encourage the buyer to be at the inspection. Um, we generally go through all the major components of the house and just we're not necessarily code inspectors we're checking for safety issues we're checking for maintenance issues to to really give a true uh, statement of the condition of the home so when the buyer is making a buying decision it helps them to look forward to what type of maintenance and 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 costs as well um, they can look forward to in the next five years because it doesn't matter if it's a a new home or an older home, all homes need maintenance at all times. So we try and help the buyer to really understand what they're looking at buying. And is the realtor usually there with the buyer as well? Yes. And is, uh, yeah. Yeah, the realtor's pretty well always there. Yeah. And uh, and stay for the length of the inspection. The buyer doesn't necessarily have to be there for three hours. We often encourage them to come at the end of the inspection, and then we can do a walk through with them, show them all the major components of the home, teach them a little bit about the maintenance items that they want to uh, look at, and um, answer any questions that they have. 
Um, is there anything that the realtor um, can do to assist you during the home inspection or anything that they shouldn't do? Well, we like to communicate lots with the realtor. And I think that's one of the keys is that, uh, is that we communicate before uh, the inspection to understand if there's anything specific that they've seen when they first showed the client the home um, so we can make sure we address those issues and also to assist us in communicating with the client some of the some of the things that we find it a very emotional time when people are purchasing a home and it's important that uh, everybody remains calm and we just really focus on the facts you know sometimes an issue might look bigger than it is and it's important that we educate the client together you know when we do find something that they're a little bit concerned about on what that really means if you you know look at the prices of homes in Calgary even if you ran into a 20 or a $30,000 issue if that's the right home in the right area that they've been looking for near the in-laws to do the babysitting who cares what the issue is nothing is insurmountable in a home so the realtor can really help with the home inspector to help educate the client so if that is the house they want and that there is a major issue let's figure it out together and, and make it happen really so it's, it's a lot of setting expectations even probably before the home inspection begins for sure before it begins and after when they get the report you know the reports are pretty thorough and as the technology changes and evolves more and more people are using electronic reporting tools which create a fairly large report and uh, if the client doesn't understand that they're going to be getting a, a 50 page report uh, and this thing shows up they might get a little excited about it even though it's just mostly educational it seems wow there seems to be a lot wrong with this house because they're may possibly expecting that everything in there is something wrong with the home when in fact it's just educational there might only be a few things in there that they need to be concerned about. So that, again, that communication with the client, setting up their expectations and what's going to happen when they get their report. We help do that as well, but it really should be a combined effort between us and the agent. Yeah, because you mentioned these these long reports. I know um, our members have expressed concerns that they, they feel like some of the reports are getting longer and are a lot more thorough, um, and you've kind of addressed um, the reason why that might be happening. So what, what types of things um, will the buyer find in the report? that are really of importance to them? Well, it, it, it's just really a true condition of the, of the state of the home. You know, all the major uh, components of the home, um, all the structural components, you know, it shouldn't be, have anything to do with the aesthetics of the home. You know, sometimes we get asked the question, should we buy this home? That's really not the home inspector's job, you know, to tell them whether it's a good home or a bad home or it's worth the value. It's more... Uh, about the facts you know here is this component of the home here's the state that it's in it may require maintenance here's what we recommend um, and really the home inspection should be quite factual as to the condition of the home as well as providing some insight into uh, maintenance items or you know sometimes there are real problems that need to be addressed immediately um, most most things are more a reminder that if you don't look after this when you do buy this house it could become a costly thing if you look after it and you maintain it properly it won't be so they, they should look at the inspection report not just should i buy this house or shouldn't i buy this house but also as a tool to keep the value of that home for as long as they own it are there things that are generally not included in the home inspection report you mentioned aesthetic things yeah you know they shouldn't comment on aesthetics um, they shouldn't comment on value 
you know, there there are some schedules for price prices of specific repairs, but they shouldn't get into detail on quoting any prices for repairs. That should be referred to, you know, a professionalist in that field. You know, we talk about ourselves as home inspectors like general practitioners. If you go to your doctor, uh, you know, he'll look you over, but if he finds something, he's going to send you to a specialist. It's the same thing with the inspection. We're generalists. We'll go in, we'll check all the components, but if we find something, we really are going to refer it over to the specialist, and the specialist can, you know, give proper quotes and things of that nature. Right. Um, the other thing that sometimes people get confused about inspections is that they're, we're code inspectors. We're not there to quote code. Uh, the, the city has a code, um, and the city inspectors will be the ones looking at that. We will look to see if there's permits, um, if there's been a recent uh, renovation, and, and comment there's a permit or not a permit. Um, but really, as far as codes go, that's a, that's a municipal item and not part of the home inspection necessarily. We do understand codes, and we will comment on things that are out of line, but we're not really code inspectors. We mentioned that sometimes the buyers get intimidated by the length and detail of the home inspection reports, um, and sometimes they do decide to keep looking. Um, but do you, are there common items that you see in many houses, say even 20 to 30 years old, um, that they're going to see in subsequent home inspections as well, and then maybe the realtor can have that conversation with them too? Like some things are just more common in certain types of you homes. You know, if you look at you know this year in Calgary, We've seen a fair bit of water. Right, yeah. <clears throat> and more than usual. And I'm certain there's more damp basements this year than, than ever before. Right. Um, and, you know, one of the luxuries of living in a fairly dry climate is people don't spend pay a lot of attention to making sure their downspouts are moving the water away from their home and moving the, you know, when the snow melts, moving the melt away from their home. Water is probably the number one challenge that homes have homes they're not a boat they do not hold water if there's water going down in beside the house it's going in so that's one thing that we see very very often even in homes 10 years old or less where the home was never set up properly to shed the water away from the home it's been running against the house there's cracks in the foundation starting from the freeze and saw cycles that we enjoy all winter in, in calgary um, and that's and that's where people are most concerned. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes they they'll get concerned over a small crack in a wall that really is nothing either. So it's really important that when you do see that stuff that you explain that it's fairly normal for concrete to crack. But I would say water is probably the biggest uh, factor. Um, what about home inspections for new builds? I know sometimes buyers are looking to save a little bit of money, um, and so they'll choose to waive a home inspection. What would be your recommendation in that case? So on a new home, when they take possession, um, there is a new home warranty that they get with the home, and there's an inspection that's required in order to start that warranty. Um, That can be done by a licensed home inspector, or if the warranty is not, you know, one of the longer ones, like the 60-month ones, the builder can actually do their own inspection for that warranty. It is always good to do have a third-party inspection because... Sometimes the builders, they don't, they're not really inspectors. You know, inspectors aren't builders and builders aren't inspectors. They're not trained to inspect. Um, so sometimes they'll miss things. And if they do, it's as important for that homeowner to get an inspection done before their warranty expires as it is before they take possession. 
If they're going to pick it one of the two, I'd tell them to get it done before the warranty expires. Live in it for a few seasons just to make sure you've run all the water and it's gone through you know, a few seasons. And then make sure you get it inspected before the warranty expires. Because after the warranty expires, the buyer, like the homeowner, has no recourse on the builder. So um, that's as important of an inspection as the possession inspection. If I was going to pick one of the two, I'd do the new home warranty inspection before that warranty expires. It's not that builders are trying to, you know, cut corners or, you know, pull one over on the buyers. It's just often things that we see are just simple human error. You know, where trades, you got multiple trades coming in and out of the home and something gets missed. It's nobody's fault. It just happens. Um, but some of those small, just a small flashing um, around a window, if that water's running in behind that flashing for a couple of years, it can be devastating. And if the warranty's expired and the homeowner's on the hook for that, you know, three, four years down the road and they're replacing all their siding and it's uh, it can be quite something where at the time of the inspection that could have been fixed for five bucks we've seen yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> we've seen it over and over again yeah you know where like fixes under fifty dollars turn into a twenty thirty thousand dollar fix right just because nobody detected it in time um what about for condos i know it, it's more difficult because you have your unit but also there's a lot of common property and various buildings can be involved um, what do you recommend for home inspections for condos? So, you know, we usually charge a little less for a condo, so you're not paying quite as much as as a house. But if you think, uh, let's say you paid $425 for your inspection on your condo, it doesn't take very much to find $425 for the repairs in a condo. Um, and very common issues that we see is water leaking um, and possibly from your neighbor upstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, which yeah. is very hard to detect uh, unless you have the proper moisture meters and thermal imaging cameras to to look kind of through the walls, if you will. But I, I, you know, I think it's probably worth the four hundred bucks for a condo mm-hmm. just to make sure that what you're buying is uh, again. If there's a leak there that that you know hasn't been detected yet, when it starts to deteriorate and you've already owned that property, guess who's paying for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you saved 400 bucks, but... <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> it's a small price to pay, um, especially if you can negotiate uh, maybe some better pricing when you're, when you're buying the... For sure, or, get it, place, or yeah. get it fixed and looked after so you don't have to look exactly. after it afterwards. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes the seller doesn't even know what's happening because they go undetected right. um, and, until it's really poor and then all of a sudden it's a big fix again. Yeah. We mentioned the seller, so um, I know there's instances where sometimes sellers actually have home inspections done um, when they're preparing for a sale. Um, or it, I know your company offers um, a pre-sale inspection. Um, how can that be beneficial to a seller? So we recommend pre-sale inspections on anything over 20 years old because those are the homes that, you know, when we go to do the inspection, after someone's put an offer on the home, and we come up with this long list of items that this, the buyer starts to get nervous, and that's when that deal falls apart. And it's devastating for everybody, you know, both realtors, right, the yeah. seller who was excited, the buyer who wanted to buy the house. Nobody puts an offer on a house they don't want to buy. Plus, it that whole process drags out the sale of that home because for a little while, it's kind of off the market, you know. Um, so 
in order to avoid all that pain and discomfort, um, if we go and do a pre-inspection on those older homes prior to listing it, um, it really helps that transaction go a lot smoother. If there is some gremlins in there that the buyer wants to fix, we give them the opportunity to fix it. We'll go back and check it and, and give them a nice clean report that they can use for their listing. If they chose not to f- repair it, uh, maybe they're just done, they're moving, they can still get some quotes on the repairs of those items because oftentimes the buyer is going to overestimate the cost of repairs for things. Right. So it really puts the seller and that seller's agent in control of the sale. When they get that inspection report, they can, you know, do a little bit of research. They can set the price according to the true value of the home in the condition that it's in, mm-hmm. and they can stick with that price. And they can be very confident that they can sell it knowing with full disclosure. And when the buyer comes, they can decide, you know, at that point, is this, am I up for fixing these few things yeah. um, and saving a little bit of money because this house is priced properly? It's surprising how much smoother it makes the transaction for everybody. Right, there's no and, surprises. And oftentimes the seller gets more money for the home. Because if you think about it, when it happens at the end of the transaction, we do the report, they get this list, they overestimate the cost of everything, you know, and now they're, they're really trying to lower the price of that house a lot lower than what it should be. But they've got an offer on the table, so the seller's like, okay, I guess... Right. We have to take it. When emotions are running high. Exactly. Yeah. And so they end up actually selling their home for less than what they could have if they just would have prepared it with a pre-inspection earlier. Mm-hmm. So anything over 20, 25 years old, really look at a pre-inspection. Excellent. Yeah. And then that pre-inspection, so when the buyer comes in, are they privy to the details of that report? Or like you said, you'd go and inspect any repairs that were done. So when the buyer comes... Um, not every company deals with it the same, but at a buyer's choice, we'll actually go through the report with the buyer. We'll do a walkthrough with them. We'll train them on, you know, all the maintenance items of the home. Right. Um, and we'll actually get them to sign our contract and guarantee that report for them. So they get our errors and emissions insurance, our warranties and stuff, just as if they would have got the inspection themselves. Okay, excellent. So it's a great benefit for a buyer. Right. Uh, to buy a pre-inspected home, they know exactly what they're buying. Yeah, they're, they don't have to worry that, you know, oh, this was just a buddy saying that this house is okay, right? Um, you know, because we'll stand behind it. It is fairly important that they that they do that second piece, though, the buyer. Mm-hmm. You know, if the the pre-inspection, <clears throat> if they don't get that uh, agreement signed by the home inspector, um, saying that you know, verifying the report, they don't have any recourse on the inspection. It's one of the dangers of the pre-inspection. If that second piece isn't done, the buyer might think that they have recourse on that inspection, but that inspection agreement was actually with the seller. So that the deal, there's a little bit more work to do mm-hmm. to actually complete that circle. But it's a good way for a realtor to have those conversations with the, with the seller, um, especially in preparing an older home for sale and helping set expectations regarding prices and negotiations. Yeah, we have some. We have a, a video that we make available to the agent so that they can send the video to their clients if they're talking to them about a pre-inspection and they want a little bit help explaining it. They can get it off our website and just send it to their client, mm-hmm. and it sometimes helps them to understand what what it's all about. Definitely a good value for the seller, though. There's no, 
know, you think 500 bucks for an inspection approximately. There's no 500 bucks they could invest in that house to help sell it faster for more money. Are there other trends that you're seeing in the industry? So um, the pre-sale inspection is one. Is there anything else that has been up and coming or a lot more common lately? The uh, university put out a study on radon mm. last year, and we had a, a rush on, uh, on radon. So we've had a lot of discussions around radon and, and where radon testing fits into the real estate transaction. Right. Because it is a little tricky. In order to properly assess radon in a home, it's a long-term test. Mm-hmm. And the real estate transaction is generally not that long. If the realtors had it their way, it'd be shorter all the time. That's right, right? yeah. Yeah, course, you don't have three that's... months to do a test. Well, no, you don't. And that's really the only way to properly test radon is do the long-term test. And so um, we've, had, we've tried to educate the, you know, the clients as they're uh, asking about radon. You know, we have some radon testing that we can do. Uh, as inspectors but again the real true test is long term and radon isn't consistent in the home we could do a three-month test find out there's no radon do one next year find out there is radon it it changes Um, so it's not you don't just do a radon test and say okay well this house is clear radon and that's it you put a little radon good sticker on it (laughs) and that's that's a good good no radon house because it could change Good to know. Since I'm doing a radon test in my house right now, <laughs> are you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you should yeah. you should do it every few years. If you go to um, the Environment Canada website, they have such great information there, mm-hmm. and they talk about actually having it as regular maintenance in your home, was checking your radon. Oh, interesting. So, um, if a client um, it expresses that this is a concern, and then it's something that the realtor can address and. Um, talk about them in, in preparation of the home inspection, but not set the expectation that this can be a part of the home inspection. It, yeah, it's, it's really difficult to make it part of the transaction, whether you know we find elevated levels of radon or not in this small test. It's not 100% accurate to make it part of the real estate transaction because it's too short, too short of a time period. Right. It's important, and I'm glad that people are concerned about it. It is the number two cause of lung cancer in Canada next to smoking. So it is important, just not necessarily part of the real estate transaction. Excellent. Good to know. We hear a lot about the radon. So we provided us with a lot of information about um, what you do for our industry. Is there anything in particular that our realtors can do to better assist you and the home inspectors? Well, I think uh, we can assist each other by good communication. Mm-hmm. Good communication even prior to us getting to the inspection. Uh, communicating with their clients, making sure that they set the expectations, communicating with us to let us know if there are any specific areas of concern, and then again sharing that communication with the client as to what to expect in the inspection, and you know if there are some larger concerns with the home, you know how can we work together to help educate the client to make make the best decision possible. Definitely, yeah, communication is key, and setting those expectations. Um, just makes the transaction go so much more smoothly for our members um, and for their clients. So it's something that we're constantly working on, um, communications and professionalism on our end. So Yeah, there's lots of, uh, you know, we do some training in offices. I know um, other home inspections companies also do uh, training in offices. I think if you're a realtor and your office is doing some training with an inspector, just get out there, go talk to them, start that communication right there. Mm -hmm. 
the more the more we can communicate together, the better we can do for our clients overall. Yeah, I agree completely. Well, thank you, Martin. I'm so glad that you were here with us today and shed some light on the home inspection processes that you go through in assisting our members' clients with their with their buys and sells. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for asking. It's I think it's a great communication starting right here. Excellent. Thanks so much. Hi, I'm Kelly Kimber, Senior Member Engagement Advisor at the Alberta Real Estate Association. With me today is Ellen Mendham from REMAX Realty Professionals. Welcome, Ellen. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, I'm currently an area director and uh, a past president of the Calgary Real Estate Board. And I really enjoy selling homes day to day, so I'm happy to help with anybody's concerns about home inspections. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. Well, we hear the market is starting to pick up. So, Ellen, what are you seeing in home inspections today? Home inspections are getting a little more complicated. Um, People are getting in the home inspector, who's a generalist, of course, and often they will get in then experts on other uh, issues. They might have, for instance, sewer scopes, there's now some questions about radon testing. There's all kinds of other things you can do within the wide scope of a home inspection. Yeah, definitely. Um, so when your clients are getting these additional inspections, is it usually at the request of the home inspector or at the recommendation of the home inspector after um, the home inspection has been done? I find nowadays the public seems to be much more aware of what kind of inspections they might have. I'm hoping that their realtors are telling them about the possibilities of different kinds of inspections because as a listing realtor, I see the buyers coming in with the inspector and asking for, you know, for instance, more time to do the inspection because they want a sewer scope, because they want uh, maybe a, a furnace guide, checking the furnace, etc. Oh, that's interesting. So do you have those conversations with your buyers when when you're preparing the offer and you're putting the uh, home inspection condition into the offer? Are those the types of conversations that you have beforehand? Yes, absolutely. I think that you really need to tell them that there are many, many options and also make them aware they'll have to pay for these things. Each test is usually done under a separate cost. Mm-hmm. I, I personally believe that you would not use the same person to do the general home inspection as you might to do, say, a sewer inspection. Right. Everybody has their own Yeah, and therefore yeah. you would pay two fees for those two services. Right. Uh, what do you say when you have a buyer who's leaning towards saving some money and maybe not having a home inspection? I tell him to uh, not be so frugal. <laughs> I think it would be the worst mistake of their life. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, if I had such a buyer, I would absolutely have him sign something to the effect that I advised him to have a home inspection, but he'd chosen not to. Um, I think it, how in the world on possibly the biggest investment of your entire life could you possibly go in blind Mm -hmm. you know seems to me very silly for a you know really small fee you can get someone to go in and check that house from you know 
basement to attic and make sure that there's nothing there that's going to surprise you once you take over the home. Mm -hmm. Do you give the same advice, whether it's a condo or maybe even a new build? I've even done home inspections with buyers on homes that are just a few months old. Um, We don't know. The city passes, of course, every home that's built, but we don't know if that was a bad day. I personally bought a home that had obviously gained an occupancy permit, and uh, guess what? They'd never insulated the attic. Uh, When we did pop the top, we found out that there were old Coke cans and no insulation and all those kinds of things in our brand new house. So I'd absolutely recommend, even on a brand new home, that you get an inspection. Yeah, definitely. Um, so when your buyers get these inspections, we, we know sometimes they can be pretty detailed and lengthy. What kind of conversation do you have with them at that point? So their inspectors highlighted a few things, but they may have concerns. Well, I try to tell them that they, first of all, I always, always hope they can go through physically with the home inspector and look at any issues that they are concerned about. And in my experience, most of these home inspectors will point out any real problem and walk them through it. Afterwards, they will very often receive a written report. And then once they get that, I hope they'll call me and tell me if they find that there's big concerns there that uh, might need further uh, study. Mm -hmm. For instance, say the furnace seems to be making a weird noise or whatever, um, then maybe we need to get an HVAC person in. Right. So then you can recommend to your clients further inspections that might be required. Yes. Yeah. Do you find that you end up having a bit of a relationship with the home inspectors? I know... um, Everybody's role with the home inspector can be a little bit different, but what does your relationship with the home inspector look like? Well, I have three home inspectors that I recommend to my clients based on the fact that previous clients have all been very, very happy with these home inspections. They felt they had thorough information. They really, really knew what they were buying and whether there was a giant concern or not. So... Of course, I know these inspectors. They know me. They know that I want them to be honest and straightforward. I also know how quickly they'll usually be able to get the report in Mm -hmm. so that when we're writing the offer, for instance, we have enough time to do that inspection, get the results, and go forward from there. What tactics do you use when you're negotiating? So you've received the home inspection report, and your buyer has a few concerns. Um, Do you have special strategy that you you tend to employ when when working on negotiating the purchase contract at that point? This is after the home inspection? Yeah, after the home inspection, yeah. Um, I actually think that all too often we are too difficult um, over the results of the home inspection. I think realtors have to tell their buyers that Every house will have a problem. Every single house will have a problem. They should go into that home inspection looking for true issues. Structural, mechanical, you know, the the roof's going to fall off, the furnace is going to explode. Those are issues. We better Mm -hmm. fix up those issues. But if the paint's chipped or there's a minor leak under the sink, all of these things are to be put on a to-do list. They are not reasons not to buy the house. 
nor to renegotiate the contract. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, because you're likely to find those probably in subsequent houses if your buyer chose to walk over small issues. Yeah. Um, they're likely to show up in, in other homes as well. No, I think all buyer's agents should really, really talk to their buyers prior to the home inspection, tell them what to inspect, and tell them what would be a, a serious concern. Mm -hmm. Do this you know, with an open eye that this is your to-do list for the next five years. Every house will have such a thing. Um, even, as I say, the brand new houses. Mm -hmm. I've found problems with brand new houses. Most times, these are things you will fix over the years. You shouldn't anticipate that the seller is going to sell you this house and repair absolutely every little nick and cranny because you're buying a pre-owned home. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to realize that. So setting the expectations is obviously a key very role, important. Key role for very, very important. So Alan, what do you think home inspectors can do to help create better experiences for your buyers? I think often home inspectors should sit down at the very beginning of the home inspection and tell the people what they will inspect and what to expect of the results of this inspection. Unfortunately, in our litigious society, I find a lot of the home inspectors want the folks to sign the contract ahead, and they're focused on that, I call it the do not sue, sue me contract. Most home inspectors have some kind of agreement that they ask the buyers to sign, uh, basically that would in fact tell them about what's going to happen. But I think because, mo particularly first-time buyers, but most buyers are nervous. They're excited about this new house. They don't really want to find any problems. Nonetheless, here's this guy they've never met before who's going to tell them you know, all this serious information. And for people that are not particularly inclined, set say towards mechanical or electrical or whatever knowledge, um, I had, uh, on a recent inspection, the buyer just sat in the living room with me until the very end when the home inspector said, hey, you ought to come down and see this. You ought to see the furnace. You ought to look in the attic because this person really didn't care. They just wanted the results of the inspection. Whereas I've had other couples that have walked behind the inspector throughout the entire three hours, looked at every little paint scrape and, you know, whatever, and learned a lot. It, it is good, but I've told many of them, I said, it gets boring. After a couple hours, <laughs> you've seen a lot of stuff because they are thorough. Mm -hmm. They'll go through with all their moisture meters and infrared cameras and all that kind of stuff. You're going to get a lot of information. So the biggest help of all would be if all home inspectors would, you know, fine, get your contract signed. I realize that's important you know, legally, but tell them, tell them for Pete's sake, communicate with them that this is what's going to happen, this is how you can use the results, meaning you can use them as your worksheet for the next five years, not you can go renegotiate the deal, you can, because quite honestly, I've done hundreds of inspections over the years of selling, and I can only think about three that had major problems, where truly the roof, for instance, needed, absolutely had to be replaced. Mm -hmm. 
um, one with water in the basement, you know, that sort of thing, serious, mm -hmm. serious issues. The rest, ah, mundane, everyday, little things that we all face every single day in our houses. So you can cope with those. Yeah, that's a relief to buyers. What about presentation of the reports? So we know not every home inspector presents their information in the exact same way, but really their reports have the same details in there. Um, do you have any recommendations for home inspectors and how they present the information in the reports? Um, I think that some inspectors can be too detailed and particularly to a buyer who is, say, not an engineer. Right. You know, if they're uh, someone who really doesn't want that kind of detail, it can be frightening. They I don't have the context to the issues. I lost a deal in the last year because the report was, I would say, too detailed, and the people didn't understand. The guy was just covering every base. Sure, every inspector would have gone in and still said the same thing. They still would have said, you know, whatever, the furnace is old or the roof leaks or whatever, but they might not have detailed it so much. So what happened with my elderly buyers was they became frightened. Right. They suddenly thought this house was going to be a money pit. And I don't believe that was the case. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I know because it did sell after to someone else. And seems everything seems to be going fine. Right. So it was just a case of too much detail on the report. That can be a little overwhelming for a buyer. We'll flip that question around too, I guess, and then say, um, what do you think that realtors can do to assist the home inspector um, going through their processes? Before the, you, you know, actually meet with the home inspector, tell the buyers what to expect. Tell them that these are generalists, that they will do this kind of report particularly if you've used that home inspector before, uh, hopefully you've seen the kind of report he produces and you might be able to say, by the way, uh, Joe from ABC Home Inspections will give you this with pictures and will give you this with uh, details or tell them what to expect so that they have a comfort level when they get that report. Very important. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, Ellen, I think that we've covered most things. Is there anything that you wanted to add? Nope. I just say, I hope we get way more sales soon. And, <laughs> way more uh, sales. The realtors and the home inspectors are all busy. <laughs> exactly. Thanks so much for being here today. Oh, you're most welcome. We hope you have found this episode on home inspections informative. And thanks to Martin, Ellen, and Kelly for sharing their expertise. We hope to see you the next time we are in your area.